Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. My friend James just got a new dog and named it Max. He told me that Max is slowly driving him and his cat Percy out of their minds. Max chases Percy at every opportunity, eats cat food, and nips at Percy's tail. The cat ruled the house until this brash, confident, overly exuberant dog arrived. Percy just sits there, glaring at Max, wishing he'd go away. Everything excites Max. If he kept a diary, it might sound something like this. Look, dog food, my favorite thing. A car ride, my favorite thing. A walk in the park, woohoo, my favorite thing. Oh man, a tummy rub, my favorite thing. Table scraps, my favorite thing. A nap, milk bones, watching TV with my people, sleeping on their bed, my favorite things. Well, a cat's diary might not sound so upbeat. Here's poor Percy, the philosopher's diary. Day 983 of my captivity. My captors continue to taunt me with bizarre little dangling objects. They dine lavishly on fresh meat while I am fed some sort of dry nuggets. Although I make my contempt for the rations perfectly clear, I nevertheless must eat something in order to keep up my strength. The only thing that keeps me going is my dream of escape. In an attempt to disgust them, I once again brought up my lunch on the carpet. Then I decapitated a mouse and dropped its headless body at their feet. I had hoped this would strike fear into their hearts, since it loudly demonstrates what I am capable of. However, they merely made condescending comments about what a good little hunter I am. The dog is a snitch. He receives special privileges. They release him often, and he seems to be more than willing to return. He obviously belongs to a slower group. The bird is undoubtedly an informant. My captors have arranged protective custody for him in an elevated cell, so he is safe for now. Tonight, I was placed in solitary confinement when some of their accomplices arrived for dinner, but I could hear the noises and smell the food. Just before bed, I was almost successful in an attempt to assassinate one of my tormentors by weaving around his feet as he was walking. I must try this again tomorrow at the top of the stairs. <laughs> well, how is your outlook on life? If you were writing a diary today, would it look like Percy's or Max's? When Orville Kelly learned he had terminal cancer, he and his wife grieved together, hung on to God, prayed, and decided they should play about it too. They threw a party for friends, and Orville announced, This is a cancer party. I have been told I have terminal cancer, but my wife and I realized we are all terminal. We decided to start a new organization, MTC Make Today Count. You are all charter members. Orville said to them, We're all terminal, every last one of us, so I'm going to make every day of my life really count for something wonderful. I'm going to see every day as a special and gracious gift from God. This organization has grown because two followers of Jesus decided to fix their eyes not on circumstances, but on things unseen and go make a difference. One night, Orville found it difficult to sleep, so he wrote out a simple prayer, Heavenly Father, give me the strength to face each night before the dawn. Give me the courage to watch my children at play and my wife at my side without a trace of sorrow in my smile. Give me hope for each tomorrow. And when life on earth is over, let there be no sadness, but only joy for the golden days I've had. Amen. Wow, now that's a joy that absolutely nothing can take away. 
Need a little refresh of the life-giving hope we have in Jesus? This month, we're offering a new devotional booklet called Quiet Spaces for Passion Week, courtesy of our friends at Back to the Bible Canada. It will deepen your reflections on the power and wonder of Easter as it takes you through the events of Passion Week. Request your free copy now at laughagain.ca or call 1-800-663-2425. Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter to life.